What's up guys, this is Shana and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast and today we will answer some questions from email. This is from Potato. <laughs> Hello Eheng, appreciate and thank you in advance for responding to this email. I know you are swamped, so I'll be brief and straight to the point. I am writing for my sister who is in a dilemma right now. She is single in her early 30s and has been working in the medical field under a hospital with random off days. She has saved up some money in the bank after working through her 20s debt-free and no prior financial commitments except monthly credit card bills. At this point of life, she is thinking about what to do next as she wished to get more freedom in life including career advancement. She thought of buying a property, preferably a condo for her own stay as she's tired of renting a room off a severely partitioned house outside and hoping to go back to a place where she can feel at ease like a home. She's open to the possibility of renting out some of the rooms to cover installments if it's needed, but in the meantime, she is also quite reserved about the idea as she doesn't want to deal with random housemate issues and compromising her own privacy. Things get a little complicated when recently she has been offered by a friend who works in the same field to open up a rehab centre together. Her friend currently owns a centre himself and is planning to expand another one soon. He hasn't come up with an official business plan but has verbally told her that He's offering a partnership where he would give my sister the authority to manage this new branch by herself and he would most probably drop by once or twice a week to help out. But they shall share the revenue based on a 50-50. Upon agreement, she has to fork out half of the capital needed which is 125000 as an investment upfront for renovation. First 6 months of spending before breaking even and miscellaneous expenses. The capital he asks is based on his previous center spending. She has no experience in running a business nor investing in a property. She is rather confused with the various business agreements such as sole proprietorship and partnership and doesn't want to be taken advantage of if it is deemed to have this agreement in the future. Any advice you can give her as she struggles to prioritize either options financially? Apologies Apologize for such a long email. Looking forward to your reply. Thank you. Regards, Potato. So Potato, thank you very much for the email and I must say you're a very caring sister. <laughs> and behalf of your sister, you are asking such a question which is awesome. So just to sum up the entire question again, this is about this audience sister who is within her 30s, sick and tired of running out rooms today. So she's hunting for her property right now. And she also wants to have her own space. It's best that she don't need to share with anybody so she didn't have to deal with any housemate or whatsoever. But at the same time now, she has this uh, business opportunity with a friend who is offering her to open a rehab center. I'm very familiar because my whole body joint all got problem one. So it's either physiotherapy or sports massage or chiro that field of work, right? Another agreement which is 50-50 based on revenue but she has to fork out whatever that is required which is 125,000 upfront capital and the first six months of expenses. So now she's actually caught in between. So first of all, this is exactly the reason why I tell youngsters to not focus on a home first because at this current stage where you are 20 to 30, right, there will be a lot of opportunities if you seek hard enough, right? There will be business opportunities offered to you based on your work ethics. It can be due to your appearance. It can be due to your looks or your work of art, photography, videography, copywriting, whatsoever, right? And as the saying goes, no money, no talk. Imagine if the sister has 
bought a property and all her money is actually poured into this particular project unfortunately she won't even have the opportunity or the idea to think about venturing into a business with her friend coming back to her issue right i think this is a good thing where she has the opportunity to make a choice right so now the choice is whether to put this money into a house so she can actually stay in it very comfortable as she continue working or she will put in this money into this partnership and they will move on from there so to me i can see these two things as investment actually so if i were to put in the money here i get a place to say so this for sure provided she watches all my video so she knows what property to buy and she made an informed decision so the property will generally appreciate across time but from a business point of view there will be risk and how do you mitigate risk is by choosing to be informed so honestly speaking this is not really a real estate question but as a friend, let's say if she's my friend, what would I advise is um, 125000 it's a lot of money. It's your hard work for a very, very long time. And to me, that's not even the biggest concern. The biggest concern here would be that friend, right? That friend in coming up to you and asking for money and starting up a business together. Then first of all, coming up with all this, then promise this, promise that verbally, right? Anything verbal, I'm just very... Yeah. And the question regarding sole proprietorship or even LLC or Syndrome Berhard or whatsoever partnership agreement, right? The, the fact that she's not even clear on this worries me. And to make things a bit clearer, I have a few questions. Like, so we just answer along the way. The first one, what would be her ambition ultimately? Is she, she want to have her own shop, own business, making millions a year, then be a property investor or to become a very, very rich woman or business woman? Or her personality is just to enjoy life. I'm okay to work nine to five, Monday to Friday. Saturday, Sunday is my family day and I have a lot of hobbies. I like cycling, I like jogging, I like playing with pets. Every now and then I need to go for a holiday. Which description would match her better? Ultimately, that is gonna set the tone for the entire context because for me if my ambition is to be a millionaire or gazillionaire business is definitely the way to go but when you pour in this 125,000 plus all the expenses right it's either you learn or you earn she can actually pick up a lot of business operations because whatever you practice as a professional has nothing much to do with business operation ultimately so in other words it's pretty similar to a great chef does not equal to a great fmb business they're absolutely different natures altogether but what i'm saying is that she can learn and this would be a great opportunity but also think about there are other avenues to also learn for example you can work for another person that owns a rehab center so you can slowly get into it like what's the ultimate profit making services it might be physiotherapy because for example for every consultant that is 60 percent booked for the month i will generally earn around eight thousand bucks off the mind then what would be the expansion plan b what would be the marketing plan b what would be the hr payroll system what would be the it appointment making system how are you going to do your account so what would be the business contract between this friend of hers all those knowledge can be learned via doing herself or working for somebody while figuring it out and to me i will always choose to work for somebody while learning so this is when i tell a lot of youngsters that actually working for another person or corporate experience right you are actually getting paid to learn and it's really normal that you get bullied you get involved in political situations you need to play favoritism or whatsoever that's just part of whatever we call business world it's the same and it's even more obvious and when your money is in the game so let's say 
what if? And that goes to question number two. Are you ready for the loss? Let's say this 125,000 plus expenses, let's round it up to 150,000. Worst case scenario, 150,000 burnt within 18 months. Is she okay? Because nobody gets to say whether that 180,000 in exchange for a life lesson is too expensive or it's too stupid or whatsoever, right? It all boils down to her. Again, if she's my friend, I will tell her to own up the entire situation to be accountable for every decision along the way. Don't say because of what Sean say, I now go all the way, then this guy ran away, he was a loser, then the business collapsed and I lost money because of them. This kind of victim mindset is not going to help anybody, but if she learned from it, for example, partners within a business is one of the most important thing and what is the other party there for? And if I lose money, is he involved? And if I make money, what would be the agreement? Besides monetization, what not knowledge can I have, what kind of clientele, network, experience, tacit knowledge, etc. And even though I lose 150000 within 18 months, I can take a business note and I start again and I come out like a phoenix again, who knows, right? But that being said, while these are happening, right, the consequences are she will need to go back to room rental, she will need to bootstrap, right, go everything on economy, continue living on an economy level, but she's grown a lot of knowledge in terms of business operations, risk, whatsoever. Lah. And whenever I come across these kind of situations, I will play the pendulum. Lah. Right, the pendulum scenario where I will just take two extremes and you just make decisions based on it, right? Let's say if I were to buy a home and I use the money to buy and pay for a home renovation and I live happily ever after in my own space, then I work for somebody who is operating a rehab center for me to learn. So I give myself maybe three to five years, learn everything as much as I can, then apply for a franchise or whatsoever. So what's the difference between a franchise and this business opportunity that this friend is offering. 125,000, what am I paying for and things like that. So with this kind of thing, five, 10 years later, most definitely you will have your home and a perfectly safe job. On the other side of things, right? You continue renting room because you pour all your money into this business. So this business goes haywire. 18 months wipe out, nothing left. You lose this amount of money and you also lose a friend that you thought you can trust. And since she's young, she can come back all over again, right? So can you stomach this kind of thing? Because there's also a possibility where you make a lot more money. No, on an annual basis, you make 300,000, 500,000, 700,000, and sooner or later, within that three years time, you get to buy your dream home and happily ever after. So now, are you gonna take that safe route or are you gonna take risks where it might end up very good or very bad. Ultimately, she needs to make this decision. She needs to be accountable for whatever decision she's going to make and take ownership of the entire outcome of it. May it be good or bad. Because even if it's the worst case scenario, go back and work for other people. Lah. Nothing to lose. Ma. But with that experience that you have started a business before. So when the second time comes, when there's another guy come knocking on your door again, you know exactly what to do. It can also be a very interesting story that you can tell your son or grandson in the future. <laughs> and I think that's all for this question. In conclusion, again, the first question to clarify would be her ambitions. Is she okay to take that safe route, that route that will never go wrong, but you are just living a normal life, nothing wrong with normal life? Or she's willing to take a risk where it can end up super good or super bad? So now the only thing to look out for, can she stomach the super bad condition? But in my opinion, I think 
when you are at a younger age, we should always be taking risk. Of course, not blindly to make that very informed decision. When we are free of commitment, not many dependents yet, we can still have the energy and strength to pull back up again when we fall. I think that's the beauty of being young. I think the ultimate metric for the effort should be happiness. Just like property investment, some people are really happy with one property. My entire lifetime focus is to just pay off that property to be debt-free as soon as possible. Is it wrong? No. But some people like me, who is aiming to have 25 different properties, 30 different properties, and constantly looking for opportunities to really sweat all my assets to make them work harder for me. Some people may look at the installment amount, they will go crazy. How can you actually sleep with this kind of money and debt flowing around your days? So what would be the guide? Happiness. I'm happy with this kind of scenario. It would be so boring for me to just focus on one property. But if you're okay with that, you're not comfortable with debts, by all means, right? So you do you, and I hope this will help somewhat like, because I think this is really a question that is really out of reach from a real estate point of view. And I think that's all for this episode. Thank you very much for the email, Potato. You are a really great sister. And for those who still have any real estate related questions, do just email me at T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, or you can just DM me on Instagram, or you can even reach out to me at Ask Guru segment from the Property Guru website. If I don't get to you soon enough, there will be other experts and professionals that can help you with any queries. And with that, thank you very much for watching. See you on the next one. Ciao. Thank you.